Okay, there we go, and welcome to episode 11, um, as Foxy, our uh, man behind the scenes, um, pointed out to us. Well, it's really into double figures, legs 11, as the bingo announcers would say. How are you two guys? Surviving. You know what the worst part, Love. right? You know what the worst part right now is. I've got the um, uh, the Discord open, and I've got one of Stimpy's fucking thumbnails. <laughs> and I, I just, noticed that. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scroll it down. I know it's showing stuff from last <laughs> week, but uh, oh no, that's not from last week. But yeah, fucking Stimpy. Uh, Mike, how have you been, buddy? Doing very well. A bit hungover, but um, Ooh, very well. One. Not really. Just drank a bit more than normal, so I, I felt it in the morning. But <laughs> apart from that, yeah, I'm getting old. But no, I'm really, I'm really well. Really. Good, mate. Good to hear. Good to hear. What a week it has been, Daisy wise. It's one way word, isn't it? Yeah, and you know the best part of that it is though. I didn't do anything to upset anyone. <laughs> we need one of those little counters you get at workplace with a day since the last accident days since boydie last upset someone on twitter <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea that's not a bad idea for something for my I'm gonna see if i can get one of them for my stream now like a stream ticker <laughs> i like that i fucking like that idea yeah that's good that's very very good um okay so i did invite um stimpy on twitter um because we were talking about him but you know stimpy's um a massive creator um and i did it was fairly short notice but i also asked kimby and dickie the champ the team behind lax hawthorne but they've obviously had stuff come up as well so um unless we get someone popping up in chat who's relevant to any of the topics we've got it's just us three guys tonight that's all right. We've done it in worse ways, haven't we? So we have. I'm sure we'll manage. We're a couple of smart fellas. <laughs> so if it's a couple, who's the one who's dumb? Well, if you have to ask the question, you know. <laughs> 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 Fucking pommies ganging up on the Aussie. Did you guys actually, I have to ask, did you guys um, see that tweet I put out about the way we treat our prime minister here in Australia? I did I see did. it, but I didn't actually. I didn't actually watch it. I've got to bring it up. I've got to bring it up. It's just, you know, with when there's so many um, uh, leaders causing controversy and that around the world. You know, Boris Johnson's not popular with a lot of people in England, and Angela Merkel's not popular with a lot of people, and Donald Trump, of course, is not popular with a lot of people. Um, it's refreshing to see. Let me see if I can find it. Wasn't that long ago when I tweeted it? Um, but a boom, but a bing. Thing is, it's not going to matter what any of them do because you're never going to please everyone. So there's always going to be someone that gets pissed off with one decision or another. Watch this clip here, guys. Has been delivered. Ten thousand Australians. Hey, can everyone get off the grass, please? Sure. Let's just move back from there. Oh, hey guys, I've just reseated that. Please off the thing. Sorry, mate. All good. That's all good. Thanks. So it's the projects that count. 
<laughs> Make sure you get off that black floor. <laughs> That's how we treat our Prime Minister. He's doing a press meet in the middle of um, fucking the suburbs and that, and this bloke tells him to get off his fucking lawn. <laughs> well, that's understandable. If I've just reseeded my lawn and someone comes and tramples all over it, I think I'd have a word or two to say. But it just Quite impressed the guy managed this, to keep it uh, PG. This famous $900 dues. Tobias, did you accept a six-hour collect call from the States? It was an emergency call from the International Drainage Commission in Springfield. Oh, my God. There's nothing wrong with the bidet, is there? Hello? Right, I'm calling all the way from Squatters Krog, Australia, and I want to speak to uh, Dr. Bat Simpson right now. Uh, hold, please. All right, but I don't... Hey, Roll, Bert Stanton speaking. Oi, I said Bat Simpson. What kind of a company is this? Bart Simpson's office? Oh, thank the great good Lord. Look, I was just... So... One moment, please. <laughs> Who do they think I am? Some stupid Aussie drongo? Pleading yanks. I order. This is Bart Simpson. Can I help you, ma'am? Yeah. Hey! My name is Bruno Drundred, right? You owe me $900, mate. No, you owe me $900. Oh, you... Ooh, you're, you're just some punk kid, aren't you? Ooh, you picked the wrong guy to tangle with here, mate. <laughs> I don't think so. You're all the way in Australia. Hey, I think I hear a dingo eating your baby. Yeah, well... Uh, ooh! Oh, ow. That's it. I'm going to report this to me member of parliament. Hey, Gus, I got something to report to you. That's a bloody outrage, it is. I want to take this all the way to the Prime Minister. Hey, Mr. Prime Minister! Andy! Hi, mate. What's a good word? Fucking love The Simpsons. So many people get upset about um, peop- the, them taking the piss out of um, shows, but yeah, it's one of the things I love about being an Aussie, mate. We're just we're very laid back by comparison to so many other countries out there. Best way to be, I think. <laughs> yep, yep. So there's 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 enough genuine things to get upset about. Yeah, like a man standing on your grass when you've just reseeded the lawn. And as Rody said, I've thrown a heavy object. Bad enough the postie, let alone the bloody Prime Minister trampling all over your yard. Oh, yeah, I wonder what he does when the postie comes through. Oh, fuck, he'd probably lose his shit. I um, would imagine that the postie would use the uh, the path or the steps that were there. Oh, no, Can't no, imagine no. imagine why the Prime See, Minister and everyone thought, oh, let's step on the bloody grass. You're, you guys, the posties walk, don't they? Yeah. No, here in Australia, mate, they ride motorbikes. Fuck it out. Yeah, they get little... Sounds like um, my kind of postie. Uh, there's a certain type of bike that they're renowned for using. It's one of those ones that you could throw the fucking thing off a cliff and it would still keep on working. Um, but yeah, they ride motorbikes here. <clears throat> Don't think our postal service would have the money to to let people do that. <laughs> no, not a chance. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going back to um, a topic we've briefly touched on before, but Stimpy. Does a lot of Ross Russ content. Um, I think Foxy uh, was the one who posted this, um, but I believe he's been making a lot of shortage form videos on Daisy. Not everyone's cup of tea, but he brings something different for sure. And well, his thumbnails are very unique. I don't even know how we can 
talk about this without this fucking yeah but he gets images from um gay porn and he's talked about it in his um streams and that before and he just photoshops the crap out of it um replaces certain erotic body parts uh and yeah daisy is a betrayer you look at his channel and every single fucking one of them is stuff like that. Help! It's pretty impressive to put in that amount of time and effort, the amount of things he must have to see on a you know on a regular basis just for the sake of a of a thumbnail for a video. I mean, some of them are pretty uh, are pretty graphic, even with all the editing he's done to make oh, them what he has. Yeah. So, fair dues to him. He just... I wonder. I wonder at what point he thought that's that's a thumbnail that I'm gonna make this week, and obviously then it, I know it's became a thing. But I wonder what the tipping point was when he thought, "Hmm, that'll be a good idea." See what Foxy just wrote. Imagine his search history. I can imagine Foxy. he's probably using oh. private browser by now. And yes, I'm sub to the guy, and it's like every single time. He comes up with a new video, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, what is it going to be this time? What is it going to be? Oh, dear Lord, what has he done to <laughs> us? But, yeah, um, <clears throat> that said, forget the thumbnails. I love his videos because he's, again, he's um, another one of those who his, – his videos are funny. He does a lot of wacky shit in it. Um, yes, he does some PvP stuff, but he generally looks for the crazy antics of Daisy. Um, I don't watch his other stuff. I'm not interested in Rust. Um, but his Daisy videos are fantastic. Um, and at, you know, 500 plus thousand subscribers, he's definitely um a big content creator, making regularly making content um, about Daisy. Yeah, I think he used to do a lot more back in the day, didn't he? Like sort of a couple of years back, I think he used to do a lot more Daisy related stuff. Yeah, he probably. And then did, he yeah. kind of branched out into into other stuff as well as so yeah. i think some of his daisy stuff from back in the day kind of fell by the wayside a little bit but yeah. it's definitely worth mentioning because he's got some fantastic videos up on his channel he does he's definitely one to subscribe to um horrible thumbnails aside but yeah he's he's does a lot of very very good work nice and simple throws in a few little memes and all the rest of it and um some good little audio clips to enhance the moment but definitely a channel to be subscribed to um i'll put the link in chat for those years who uh, would like to click on it and subscribe to him um our new segment which i think we might move maybe to the end of the show but we'll do it now for um today um we need like a catchy tune to daisy twitter watch Fucking Jacob is on fire. I want to know whether it's just him that has access to that or whether there are others. Because I, I can imagine looking at a lot of it, that you can kind of tell slight subtle differences. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's just him being professional in some tweets and then a bit more friendly banter in others, or whether it's a couple of different people using the account. But either way, I think I think it would be nice to know what the full deal is. And is it just a case that because he's so new at working at Bohemia, they basically said, right, well, while you're new and learning, here's the Twitter account. 
as something you can't you can't sort of fuck up because it's a fairly fairly easy thing to yep. just tweet every now and then uh, and sort of he's kind of exceeded the expectations i would imagine that that his managers and his upper people in the company probably thought of now i'm very curious um because who posted this um link whoever did it said the guy had 31 subs at the time of me posting this that was um Where is it? Where's the comment? Foxy. Foxy posted this. So let's check his channel now and see how many subs he's gained um, courtesy of this shout-out from the Daisy Dev team. If in doubt, blame Foxy. So let's have a look. In Not a lot, sadly. He's gained 21 subscribers. Already gunshots. If sometimes I, I was hoping he would have gained more. It'll tell you what's in the vicinity. Um Maybe they one. probably one I thing I would say that. is maybe they the should have mentioned. Um, he did get a load of views of on the video, nine hundred ninety-four views, which for a channel with fifty-two subscribers, he'd be very happy with that. You've got your jeans, which will guys quickly click on it, there. bump him over a thousand. Here, which if I take off, he's close. Disappear. That'd be a nice milestone for him to get a thousand views on a video. He's probably had yeah. it before. I don't know, but yeah, um, I think they should have specified that it was a survival guide for console. I'm not sure if it's Xbox or um, uh, PS4, but that would have um, maybe. Oh no, there it is. Daisy PS4. They did specify it in there, just hidden in a whole stack of hashtags. My God, that's just a ambush of hashtags. But no, it's nice to see them doing things like that. Like, I, I still remember the first time I got featured in um, a community spotlight by Daisy Dev Team. Mate, I was fucking jumping around like a bloody baby deer. I was so excited. Um, and it's such a, a nice feeling when they recognize you, especially when you are small. The big guys probably barely bat an eyelid. Um, but little guys, yeah, we really fucking appreciate it. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's a shame that it sort of, that, that was one of the things that kind kind of fizzled out over over time. But I think now that we've got we've clearly got someone like Jacob who knows what he's doing with Twitter. He's been doing nothing. We've got that coming up in the on the podcast today as well as mentioning about his his sort of use of Twitter and support in the smaller creators and yeah. putting you know sort of retweeting and tweeting and what have you. So it's, it's nice to see a sort of a return to that, that, you know, a return to something that never should have gone away, really. Citrus has just said in chat, I was hyped as fuck when I got featured. Foxy, I remember too, that video was my most viewed until this week. It's it's a nice feeling when they do do something nice like that. Um, this was probably the tweet of the week from the dev team. The, oh, he deleted his tweet. I didn't notice that. Um, he deleted it. He deleted it pretty quick, actually, because I was. Um, I think I'd commented on it at some point, and yeah, I, I went to comment on it, and it said you can't comment on a deleted tweet. So he did it pretty quick, but I didn't even see what the tweet was. I've, I, the only thing I've seen is what what Boyd is showing on stream now is that it says this tweet is unavailable. I can't so remember what it said. All I saw was their response. I think he basically was saying. You, you don't give a shit. You obviously don't play console or something like that, maybe, I think. I don't know. And I love the fact that they replied to it 
and they need to do more of that because there's too many fucking trolls out there who are just having free reign um, at the Daisy Dev team. And I've seen so many times where people, yeah, you know, I appreciate your shit. Yeah. Um, but where people have said thank you for replying and they've changed their whole tone um, when they realize that, yeah, they, you know, they don't reply to everything, but they reply to a lot of stuff. That's right. We give a shit. We are working constantly, working on bug fixes and improvements to the game. The next batch of improvements is on its way with the update 1.08. So I, that was my tweet of the week from him that he just he bothered to reply to someone who was just being snarky for the sake of it, and he put him in his box. Basically, made him sit down. Yeah, I think, like you said, there's definitely a lot of people that have kind of changed tact when when Daisy replied to them. A lot of people who, you know, may come across as being a troll or being abusive, but as soon as they get a reply, they they sort of. They say they get back in the box, so they say, well, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, and I think there's, it's probably benefiting the community as a whole that, that they're sort of fighting back against trolls to a certain extent. See, Rivet says he's blocked a lot of people um, uh, for leaving replies on Daisy Twitter. I quite often, uh, we all know what I'm like with Twitter, um, but I quite often, I'll jump in there, and I'll reply as well, um, and just try to, you know, usually they never bother replying, um, because they're just purely trolls, but yeah, I just can't help myself. Sometimes I need to learn to shut my mouth or break my fingers so I can't type a fucking reply. But even again here, someone, you know, calling them out on only one update halfway through the year. Um, and they reply, we are currently testing 1.08 and we'll be releasing it soon. Um, despite the current world situation, we intend to deliver what was promised in the 2020 roadmap. At Mr. Vamba is the new community manager responsible for many of these tweets, and he is great. Jacob, yeah. I've been chatting with um, Jacob uh, Jacob Mango, um, and he is. He's fucking awesome. He is a really, really nice guy. I've invited him to come on this show. Uh, good old dancer Jesus. <laughs> Getting in there. What does Gib mean? Get in the back? Not or? a clue. One of you young Anything guys like possible. to fucking tell us. Gib. Release in June, but yeah. I'm loving the fact that they're doing this. What else have we got here? We've got another one. Um, <clears throat> ah, jumping ahead. I shouldn't have had that in there. That's a topic for later. The 10 cent buyout of BI rumors. Um, yeah, I've got no idea what it means. Rivet, G-I-B. Oh, well, anyway. Um, we've got Jacob, um, in the chat, um, and I did ask him about this, um, the Daisy expansion mod got released and then had a DMCA file, uh, takedown notice filed on it, um, almost immediately. Um, Jacob said, cause Jacob's part of the expansion team, um, that it was basically a malicious or false, um, DMCA with very little information provided by Valve. Um, and a gib is give. There you go. That's what that means, apparently. Um, but, and they counted it and it was released. Nothing else to say. Yes, it's, it's a shame, but it's not really surprising. 
obviously we all know that the Daisy expansion mod that's that's on there is legitimate and that the DMCA takedown was false and shite. We you know, we all know that. It's just it's a shame that people just can't let people have something nice. Like just leave it the fuck alone. Go back into your corner, you know, do what you fucking want with yourself, but leave yeah. everyone else alone and but at the same time it was kinda of, I kinda of saw it coming a little bit. It was kind of obvious that something was gonna happen because like you say, you know, we can't have anything nice, and this was the first time we've had something really fucking decent and nice come to the community for a while. So it's it's a shame, but hopefully it'll uh, it'll get sorted relatively quickly, and there'll be less to worry about. Well, come Christmas time, mate, you'll have something else um, nice for the community. I'm thinking of doing a um, uh, erotic calendar um for next year um superimposing images of myself on various locations on the uh Cherneris and Livonia maps so you could look forward to that well i i could actually help with that weirdly enough because <laughs> uh for secret santa at work a couple of years ago i got bought a uh a, it was a a reindeer mankini that's got uh, it's literally like a Borat Mankini style thing, but it's brown like a reindeer, and it comes with a, a little Rudolph red nose on the front, and a and a headband with antlers on it. So, you know, doesn't get brought out very often for very obvious reasons. But if you need, uh, you know, if you need help with pictures, I'm not fucking doing one. Their bloody Ben in chat has got ETA. Foxy's gone. I could use him as my new thumbnails. That's actually not a bad idea, to be honest. <laughs> saucy thumbnails i like the sound of that uh, <laughs> i've got i've got a story but i can't say it on um stream yeah one that <laughs> um oh my god oh my god so that some of the things i've done in the past are yeah pretty fucking horrendous i've actually been a stripper once only once got paid a cart in the beer to be a stripper for a girl's um uh, 18th birthday or 21st birthday. I can't remember which one it was. But that was a long time ago. That was back in the 90s. So I'm assuming fit. that wasn't recently. Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> I'd, I'd be a fatogram, mate. <laughs> Join the club. So the expansion mod, what does everyone think of it? I've been, um, I haven't played on it yet because I obviously played Daisy Down Under and they haven't implemented it yet. Um, Spud from uh, the Daisy Down Under team said that they're watching it. They're going to wait until a few of the little bugs um, get sorted and then they're going to work out how best to implement it because I know he wants to, um, but some of the things now, Jacob's in chat, Ben's in chat, they've got very good understanding of it. But Spud said that, one of the issues that they've got is that it by default turns on build anywhere, which is not something they want on the Daisy Down Under server. So they've got to work out how to best implement it. Um, what have you yeah. guys uh, had? What's your experience been with the expansion mod so far? I think well, mine's been fairly positive, to be fair. I mean, it's it's running quite nice. I've played on a couple of servers that have had it on, and you know, so far so good. I think my only don't know if gripe is necessarily the right word for it, but my only sort of negative look in any way towards it would be that with the custom mapping, now all the buildings obviously have a bunch of stuff inside and it makes things look better. I think there are some buildings where it's a little bit too much. Like the big hospitals, like the one in Severograd, for example, when you go up to the very top floor where you can get out onto the roof, there's a big stack of boxes that's quite difficult to, for your character to walk by. Sometimes you have to 
mantle and climb over them yep. and things like that. But but to the most part, I mean, that's just sort of nitpicking at that point. You know, everything else seems to be seems to be working really rather well. And it, like I say, it looks a lot better now. What about you, Mike? I think you no. Know, my experience of it so far has been, you know, only positive. I think it there's not been a massive performance hit or noticeable performance hit on servers. I think even when you consider how much new stuff's been put into some of the servers, and it, they still seem to run as well as they did before. So I think you know my experience of yeah, I know it's only early days. We're in the first week already still, but it's still a positive. I think you know, it's a really good foundation. If if it's this good, you know, six days after release. You'd like to think that if they were to keep, you know, improving and bug fixing, I think it's, you know, a huge, huge um, positive for the community, really. It's really good. River's saying uh, some homes feel too cramped, but um, Ben is actually saying the interiors can be disabled while still keeping the mapping. Yeah, which I think is pretty, it's a pretty good feature to have, to have that ability to to do that, to turn some things off whilst keeping other features, I think, sir. Quite a unique and decent thing. I was quite worried at first when I first heard about expansion that it was literally going to be a case of you take what you're given and if you don't like it, sod off. Because that's kind of what quite a lot of mods are like. Uh, unfortunately, you know, you get it so that they you can't always change a lot of features. But I think the great thing with expansion is it is so interchangeable. You can turn certain features off and tweak things in such a way. It's it's quite amenable to. To a wide variety of server styles. Foxy has said um, that he stayed away from servers with 50 plus mods and expansion and plays servers around 70, 80 pop, and it feels very good and plays well. Um, g'day, Casper. How you doing, mate? Um, but yeah, yeah I've, I've not noticed any I've issues with it. Positive. Um, barring a few things like uh, I know there was some issues with the boats when they first got released. D-Hop, thank you Not so sure. much for the raid, mate. I think I'd seen on a, on a stream there was some boats basically just flying about and spinning in the water. Um, I'd, I'd seen that, but I've not experienced any issues with boats personally, but I've seen other people that have. Yeah, I did. I did notice that the boats were... They, they work really, really well, but the small rib ones, they don't seem to like turn in left or right unless you're you're already going forward. So you kind of have to hold down W in order for A and D to really do anything, which kind of makes sense in a way. Um, but you kind of think if you're already in forward motion, you're already doing 70 kilometers an hour towards Prison Island and you, you, know, you move your rudder, your boat's going to turn. So I think a little bit of tweaking on that and, and everything else will be pretty much fall into place and like mike said with it working as well as it is this early on you know it's, it's quite a bright future for it really it, you know looking forward to some really good stuff as they update it it's just um river saying the boats were buggy for me I only tried it once though but i was watching d hop stream earlier today um and the boats seem to be working perfect for you d hop um hop how were they mate um they, they, when you were building that platform base, which I thought was fucking a brilliant thing as well. Um, <laughs> Trini, yeah. Um, Trini, uh, when I was in D-Hop's um, chat a couple of weeks back, um, banned me from his chat when I posted something um, about the podcast or something like that. It was quite funny. It was quite funny. D-Hop was like, what the fuck? 
Um, you got sent to the moon, but that wasn't that to do with the fact that you were building a base on top of the boats or something. When I saw you um, just driving it, it seemed fine. Or did I miss the part where it went spastic on you? Boats, boats randomly just flip out at times. Okay, so it is something. They are, they are a little bit buggy. That said, yeah, yeah, D Hop has just said it. Um, he thinks it may be server pop related. One SK has um, a lot of mods and a lot of people playing it, like a hundred plus pop server. Um, so that yeah. And to be, be fair, it's normally it. uh, normally Lax's fault as well because he usually drives quite erratically. So. If in doubt, I think it's uh, worth blaming Lax for that. No, it's D-Hop, not Lax. But you can almost guarantee it was Lax's fault, though. Oh, yeah, blame Lax for everything. On. Blame Lax for everything. I'm just waiting for Lax <laughs> to be actually listening and then pop up into the uh, um, podcast like Bloody Bundy did when we were shit-talking him. <laughs> D-Hop, if you want to jump in now, mate, you're welcome to. Trini, Trini, no, but no, I'm going to show you a tweet I put out today. Um, where is it? Where is it? This is a good tweet I sent out. Just a quick heads up, folks. If you ever want to be a guest on the podcast, hit me up with a DM. It's no exclusive club. Obviously, we can't have too many, but we want as many people as possible involved in this show. It's an At Day Z community show, folks, and everyone is welcome. Um, and it literally is. It literally is. We want as many people as possible coming on as guests. Um, snacky time. I'm a viewer of the Boomer Zone. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, we had Ginsler last week. Um, we, um, I've got um, three people lined up for next week. Actually, I'll announce that now. Um, Gavin, Mike, and Blueberry. Um, so it's going to be oh, an nice. absolute fucking... I'm just yeah, going to be surrounded up. by fucking poms everywhere. I don't know if I'll be able to handle the fucking... <laughs> slowly taking over. <laughs> but yeah, they've all agreed to come on um, and just talk Daisy and whatever we want to talk about. No, Thank you, Trini B. Uh, Il Mabra, yeah, yeah. He, oh. he made a mistake, oh. but hopefully he learns oh. from it. Uh, Shock Drop Sim, thank you for the follow as well, mate. Sam J, Grizzly, no, thank you all so much. Um, but yeah, it's... Oh. 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 Yeah, he knows he messed up. Oh. Um, I've been keeping nah, in contact with him. Candle Wedgie, thank you for the follows as well. Um, I'm I'm very happy now. Actually, Jacob, are you still around? No, I have a machine gun. I do have a question for you. That I and Ben, you may know the answer to this as well if you're still here. But I thought you guys were waiting until 1.08 dropped before you released um, the. Um, Daisy expansion mod. You see, that was that was the what I was under. I was under the impression that that was going to be the case as well. I didn't expect it to come out until after one point oh eight had gone to stable, yeah. and then I just sort of happened. I was literally right at the end of my day. I was like, right, I'm going to go to bed in a minute. Let's just have one last quick check on Twitter, make sure I haven't you know missed anything or done something, forgot to do something. And then all of a sudden, it just goes bosh. Hang on a minute, what the fuck is that? Daisy expansion? 
releasing what just suddenly oh well now i'm not fucking sleeping for a couple of hours because i'm gonna sit and uh have a look around at that jacob's saying it's just basically that they thought 1.08 was a week later so that's it i, I fucking love jacob man he's absolutely fantastic for short succinct answers doesn't wax lyrical like i would talk underwater of a mouthful of marbles he's just straight to the point you got a question? Ask Jacob Mango, mate. He'll give you the fucking answer. Whether you like it or not. Trini, I'm 47 years old, but it's more I behave like a boomer. Um, I push dad jokes to the limit, um, and I just... <sighs> there there was a, a scene um, on stream where I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2, um, and... It asked me to push a button. It was during the tutorial phase. And the button was like that. And I was like looking at my keyboard going, what is that fucking button? And everyone in chat was pissing themselves laughing. It was a symbol for a space bar. Shocking. Um, it's not so much your age, Foxy. It's the period you were born. No. Check oh, pardon me. Check me. Thank you for the follow as well. Um, oh. But yeah. <clears throat> big boy boomer. Boydy, claim, boy. <clears throat> Boydy claims to be young, but the reason he's got the number 73 in his name is because that's his actual age. <laughs> Cheeky fuckers. <laughs> um now, yeah, I am a gen I'm a Gen Z technically. Uh sorry, Gen X. I'm a Gen X. Um technically. So we touched on it. Um 1.08 hitting experimental. I have not played experimental. I generally avoid it. Um, I used to be all over it, but now I just rather wait for it to be released to uh, stable. Have either of you two played experimental or anyone in chat? I have. Yeah, I had a I had a run on stream the other day on it. Um, I think this is only the second time I've ever played experimental. I think the first would have been when Livonia was released. Um, but yeah, so far so good. Um, I managed to make it all the way from Belota up to the new ski resort area and check the new ski resort area out. And I'm really quite impressed with what they've done. I thought they were just going to, you know, mess about a little bit with sticking a couple of small buildings in here or there up where the biathlon track is. But they've actually mapped like the entire area where the biathlon arena is and all up the up on the hills there. They've added a lot of stuff in and it looks really, really good up there. Feels so in depth too, doesn't it? Like you say, I think, as you say, it's not just that they've added a few bits and it actually feels like a, a whole new location, which I know it is, but it doesn't feel like things have just been recycled. It feels like you're in a completely new part of the map, which, it, again, obviously you are, but I think the point is it doesn't feel like it's just recycled and old. It, it feels genuinely fresh, the new the new areas. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I like they've got nice big, um, big like poster board signs as well with like a map of the area that sort of shows the ski slopes and the ski lifts and, you know, gives the different, like you've got black runs, which are more difficult if you're actually doing skiing, you know, you've got black runs for more, you know, people that know how to ski and you've got your red runs for your intermediates and they actually have like a legit, you know, big poster board like a big billboard there that shows that, which I think, you know, just a, it's a small feature, you know, essentially, but it's, it's a nice little sort of quality of life improvement on top of the new mapping. 
Um, I think the base building seems positive too, doesn't it? The, the changes they've made to base building, as, as Foxy says. I, I don't build bases myself, but I think if they make it, make it uh, blah, can't talk. If they've made it harder for bases to be raided, which it, it seems that they have, I think that's going to answer a lot of people's concerns, I think. And that's obviously a positive step yeah. forward. Yeah. Jacob, I'll come I mean, back I've, to your point I've in not chat, looked into it. But there's, there's one um, thing... Uh, or two things that have got my interest and Rivet touches on one of them there 1.08 will really make the survival hardcore styles more immersive Um, but uh, before we get into the stuff that's in the link that I've got here there's one thing that I've struggled to understand why they did it and I'm hoping someone smarter than me can point out to me why it's a good thing because barring a very strictly controlled RP server all I can see it being done uh, used for is griefing in-game, which <clears throat> I, I'm not a fan of griefing for the sake of spite, and that is being able to destroy storage containers by shooting them. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think people are just going to use that to be an arse. did that. It I seems before, like a daft one. I think before people were using tents to block entrance is worthy i think and i think a lot of people were frustrated that they were simply putting a tent in a door and it was stopping people from entering so i think that's probably part of the justification behind it i'm sure yeah, yeah it seems just, seems I, a little I, bit weird though doesn't it I, I think probably what i'm missing is the point of um official servers um uh, maybe there's a way that you can turn off damage to them on community run servers um certainly hope so rivet's saying it takes more bullets than it's worth um yeah but yeah it just it really does concern me um but yeah let's look at the actual patch notes um so we've got fixed setup uh, of the damage zones for the large tent uh, fixed existing containers, hit points now reset as intended. No longer stay badly damaged if loaded from the old version. Um, items and containers that can be carried within the player's inventory had contents disappearing after reconnect. Um, various issues. Uh, so this was the 4th of June, yep. Uh, various issues with weapons becoming unusable after performing an action and interrupt the action. Uh, fixed the crafting action for the stone knife was not removing the other stone. Specialized bullets could, in certain situations, be transformed into standard rounds. So I'm guessing they're talking about tracers there. Um, tactical gloves were positioned at the player's feet when held in hands, and that's an interesting one. Uh, the landmine, the landmine, now explodes when destroyed, regardless of the armed state. Um, ballistic properties of metal walls on the fence watchtower to be much better at projecting against projectiles passing through. That's a good one. That's very good. Uh, I know it's only sheet metal, um, but it's still it's a game mechanic that I think is worth um, having done. Uh, it, it adds more incentive to take the time to go and carry the fucking sheet metal um, across the map or whatever, or get a vehicle and yeah, um, some kind of makes sense as well. It also means that Ravel have to do a new, a new video, only of holding metal and seeing if people yes. can shoot him through it. Yes. Um, what do they mean by this? Some grenades will no longer get deleted immediately when they run out of gas. Is that a typo? I'm, assume, I'm assuming that that's something to do with the smoke grenades 
I would have thought, but they don't really word oh, it yeah. that well there, to be obvious. But I would assume that they consider the the sort of the smoke that comes out of smoke grenades as a as a gas, so to speak. So maybe it's I don't know if they're what they're of. I mean, clearly they've tweaked it, so there was an issue yeah. where as soon as they'd run out they were getting deleted. But then again, I think what's the point in having a ruined smoke grenade. smoke grenade that's sitting there doing fuck all and just taking up extra space on the floor. So mm. it's kind of, is it, was it really necessary? Uh, the open store button in the DLC description now opens the store, even when already owning the DLC and tents can now also be repaired with the sewing kit. I would have thought maybe the leather repair kit. Um, Cause most tents are quite um, made of quite tough material, but yeah. Um, added server manager script. Yeah, okay, I don't understand that. Um, added human. Yeah, don't understand that. Keeping known issues. Damage application from explosives on objects such as tents or base building objects is not working as intended, and could cause some differences in between the state of the object and its visual state. So it's basically going to might look different to the state it's actually in. Yeah, so it could be damaged, but only look worn. For example. Now here's the good stuff. What they've added. The Sporter and its attachments. I'm a fan of the Sporter. I've always liked it. Um, it's a fantastic um, starter rifle. Um, you know, I've got a nice video with a title that I stole from The Running Man. I didn't steal it, but I just had a brainwave where I went, that's a fucking great title. Um, and then something felt bad about it, and I went and checked his profile and realized he had a um, video named exactly the same, A Sporting Chance. Um, and I messaged him and apologized, but I didn't change the name of my video. Um, but yeah, uh, the Sporter is a great little rifle, um, quieter, um, and you can really pump out the fucking bullets because it's got next to no recoil. Um, and you can kill, I kill three people in my video, um, just with the Sporter. Um, people laugh at it, but it's a good, when you get that banana mag, the 30 rounder, it's pretty fucking lethal, pretty fucking lethal. Um, they've added the lighter, um, which nice little addition. I can just see people doing concerts in game and everyone standing around, um, holding a lighter. Yes, Foxy, I did used to be a KOS PVPer. Yes, I used to be. You look, go back to my YouTube channel and watch some of my old stuff. Um, and I was running around killing people, um, on the coast and everything. No, I was never really a, a geared guy on the coast, but yeah, I would, Get it, get right into it. 0.57 was an insane patch with all that loot on the coat. Uh, the frying pan, which is a great addition. Um, you can now cook on those new little stoves, which they talk about. The um, direct cooking slots on the oven and indoor stove allows the place. Those come in really handy. Yeah, I've been hearing people talk about it. You can just cook steaks directly on top of the um, indoor stove. Yeah, yeah. Any any sort of animal meat or fat or anything like that that you would normally, you know, stick on the end of a stick. They've changed now the way that the um, the fires work. So you yep. can use obviously your rags, your sticks, and your firewood to make a fire, um, but you can no longer place it and light it when it's just on the floor in the middle of a room. You have to physically go and get like find one of the stoves inside the house and put it oh. in there, and then you can stick a slab of meat on top of the the metal griddle plate type thing so on top of the stove and it'll cook it. So it doesn't allow you to set a fire inside a wooden building, basically? 
no, not anymore. And you can't, and it's the, they've done a similar thing with the way it works outside. So they've actually made it now from, well, from my interpretation of it, they've made it where if you're, if you set it outside on the middle of a road, it will, it will light as normal. But if it starts raining or the weather turns in some way, then obviously it'll become less effective and it'll, the rain will obviously put it out. Wow. Cause like on Daisy down under, um, I always light a fire on the floor in a house because using the fireplace puts out this big plume of uh, smoke that can be seen from a mile away, whereas just lighting it on the yeah. floor in the house. I know it's not uber realistic, but so I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. That's good to know. That is all oh, that's particularly as you have to light fires on that server to be able to get the rest bonus because of the medical yeah. attention mod. That's, that's it's gonna, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it's going to interact with things like the medical attention mm -hmm. mod, like you said, with the rest and everything. Because when it comes to the temperature difference, whereas obviously before you could stick a fireplace on the floor and you could be within a couple of meters of it and you'll be, you know, you'll get kept nice and toasty warm. If you with the with the new mechanics, get you have to get right up close to one of those sort of like to an oven or a fireplace or something. You have to be like almost climbing inside with the fire in order for it to, to really warm you up properly. So it's going to be interesting how that's going to react with the different mods now. Nushka Bushka um, came into my stream for the first time tonight and said, hey, I'm back. You guys are so in-depth with this nerd stuff. We just, we just, we're Daisy fanboys, mate. We are. Pretty much everyone in here is a Daisy fanboy um, and we love talking about it. And yeah, just there's, there's no game like it for us. Um, probably will never be no game like it uh, until Dean Hall and Brian Hicks um, release their new survival game, which I'm waiting for more info on. But yeah. Anyway, um, cooking equipment, kindling and fire fuel can now be used to create a fireplace at the indoor stove or fireplace, which we touched on. Items can be, yep, indoor interactive indoor stove, yep. Uh, the Biathlon Arena location added. The St. Roman Ski Resort added. Um, new car wrecks, which I'm really excited about. Um, so basically they're not really new we've already seen them on Livonia um, but now they're going to be on Turneris which is fantastic um, character sounds for running out of breath um, storage uh, containers barrels, crates, chests can now be destroyed by explosions, gunfire and melee damage uh, yeah not so keen about that um, tents, watchtowers and fences can be destroyed um, the tents, uh, watchtowers and fences I like. Um, now someone said it in there, um, Jacob uh, and Ben, you guys um, knowing the most about the uh, expansion mod. But um, it is kind of funny that the Daisy dev team have gone for the same model of destruction as what you guys were doing. Did they steal the idea from you? Mm -hmm. See, I noticed that and I'm I'm wondering the same thing whether there was a little bit of, uh, you know, they whether they saw what the expansion guys were doing and thought, oh, we like that, we'll give that a go. But see, I think I think there's, to an extent, I think I like the way the expansion have added that feature in. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, I don't think it should be vanilla because I think you're going to get the same issue with uh, with griefing and stuff as you, as you do with, you know, with tents and storage containers and things, it's going to, uh, at least now, you know, as it stands at the moment, depending on the, you know, whether you're playing on a community server, there's certain servers have different rules, but the raiding has to be done in a certain way. Whereas now you're no longer in theory going to need to find a hatchet or 
whatever else or a sledgehammer to break down a wall. You're just going to be able to shoot the living hell out of it. The, see, um, the, so the thing it's, there it's, is going to be how many bullets does it take, and they're going to need yeah. to make sure that they stay on top of duping. Um, because yeah. if you can't dupe, if you can't just, you know, spawn in the infinite ammo mags that we all remember from back in the bad days of DayZ, um, the good old days, as we like to call them. Um, but as long as they can stay on top of that, then um, uh, what Foxy says is correct as well. The current rating system is shite. Holding a button for ages um, is, yeah, whereas if... Yeah, I, I I personally really like the ability to shoot it because if someone's going to do that, they've got to make noise. And noise, particularly on the higher pop surface, is going to att uh, attract attention. So yeah. someone hears mag after mag after mag being fired, then they're going to go, ooh, what's happening over there? Someone's doing a base raid. So they've got to make noise to try and get in. So I think that's a lot better than just, you know, sitting there holding a button and sawing off a lock or bashing a wall down. Now it's, yeah, it's it's not realistic because you could use a crowbar and get in through a wooden fence very easily, but it's a good game mechanic that adds value to the game, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think as well, when you add in the fact that obviously if you, with the expansion mod, for example, they've added in uh, C4 as well, as well, they call them homemade explosives, you know, that kind of adds a block of C4, you can stick on a fence and blow the fence up that way. Um, you know, it's going to be a case of server owners having to limit the spawn rates of those yeah. to make sure that people aren't, you know, like you say, making sure that there's no duping going on to make sure it's not going to be too easy to you know, to get through the vanilla base building if you're, if you're using that. Yeah. And that's, again, going to just come down to the server admins. Vanilla is going to be a different kettle of fish. Um, Don Sibley, um, who was an absolute legend, um, now streams on Twitch, so please uh, consider giving him a follow. Uh, mainly streams um, console, uh, Xbox, but also does PS4 and PC. He is the true gamut of DayZ. Um, and he's absolutely out as well. He's, he's a phenomenal... I've done a spotlight interview on him. Um, but he's saying one grenade takes away half a wall. Might have to make grenades rarer. Um, yeah, they definitely... You know, grenades are too common at the moment. Um, it needs to be worthwhile. Like, even on Daisy Down Under, like, my guy's running around with two grenades on him. Um, and if that could just get through a wall, then, uh, you know, server admins are either going to have to bump up the the value of, dam uh, the, of hit points to a wall or make items rarer um, <clears throat> so that it's still a challenge for people. It, it can't be too easy, otherwise it's there's no point in having done it. Um, where were we up to? Uh, the tents. Um, tents, washhouses, and fences can be repaired using tools and materials. Ruined containers and tents will drop their contents onto the ground. I like that. I think that's a good mechanic. Yeah. Um, canopy tent along with uh, color variants. I thought that was pretty cool. I could see that being used for, you know, on servers which are more interaction focused and you know, just a new tent type and looks sort of like a yeah. sideshow alley sort of tent and color variants for the medium tent was good as well. That that blue one, you know, back earlier when I was streaming, someone said they missed, um, I think it was Rody, missed uh, going running through the forest for looking for tents. And the blue pup tent just stood out like dog's balls. But some of those browns and greens and that, yeah. Uh, server info in the in-game menu, PC, can be switched off in the options menu. And the ability to pull dead bodies out of the uh, vehicles, which 
That's maybe, quite a big one, I think. Maybe adds to, are they ever going to do the thing of that we've been asking of, of um, being able to pick up an unconscious teammate? I can't imagine there'd be much difference in the animations. I'm sure if they can, if they got the animation enough to reach your hand in and, and pull a body out of the car, then surely they've, it's not too much of a step in the right direction to, to chuck them over your shoulder and move them. Nushka Babushka in chat has just said, bases should be safe, but be restricted in size. Back in Origins, you just had Hero Base and Bandit Base, both indestructible, but very small. In my opinion, you need a safe forever place so you can feel at home on a server. I'm not a fan of that myself, honestly. I think everything needs to be rateable. Um, everything needs to be uh, the ability that someone could take all your shit. Um, otherwise, um, for certain servers, yes, that's perfectly okay. But for some servers where it's meant to be a challenge, if you can do that and set one of those up on the coast, you just kill yourself until you respawn near your base uh, and you go and get everything you need to get back into it again. Um, so for the way I play Daisy, no. Um, ooh, ooh, what has the one shared here? Hidden gem of raid content. Let's watch a YouTube video, shall we? Please don't be gay porn. <laughs> Meat ghost. Sounds like it might be. Oh, <laughs> sounds a bit risky. A raider. whole pile of raid videos has anyone else noticed with youtube recently as well though that whilst you can click the button to subscribe it no longer shows up the amount of subscribers people have next to their name yes for quite a lot of channels i don't know why that is if that's something they changed on purpose or whether it's a bug with youtube but I can't seem to see anybody's <laughs> subscriber count. Yeah, they're just, they're being very, um, um, in my opinion, snowflakey with stuff now um, like that. It's, it's kind of disappointing, but um, where were we? Okay, so fixed um, a game crash related to base building, server errors related to throwing. Server optimizations when it comes to building collisions, uh, several map issues on Cherneris and Livonia, an exploit to look through walls abusing the compass. Like I've never heard of that one before. Loading internal magazines of weapons did not work across multiple stacks of ammunition. No sound was played when skinning something with the machete. Bottles and canteens are now spawning with random amounts of water in them. I like that. That's good. I noticed that. I noticed that, and ironically, on uh, playing expansion, the first bottle of water I found was half full or half empty, depending on your outlook on life, I suppose. Uh, and it was the, it, the I had no choice but to drink it because I was I was thirsty, and it gave me some sort of disease. It gave a probably cholera or whatever it is that bottles of water have a chance of giving you. So it's just sod's law that the first bottle I drink on expansion, I become ill. Did you see what that asshole Foxy Pope just clipped? I saw he clipped something, but <laughs> on, on, for me, it's showing up something went wrong. We couldn't find that clip. Oh, God. God, he's a jerk. Love him, though. Um, repositioning, uh, sorry, sounds weren't played when filling up a bottle or canteen at a well. 
um, lake or gas station. Repositioning the cable reel could break the hand slot and cause desynchronization. The flashbang could cause a permanent tinnitus effect when hit by multiple flashbangs in short succession. That would be fucking annoying. I have tinnitus in real life um, from too many explosions in the army. Um, and oh my god, I've, thankfully I never had that in game. Um, the windows of the large tent could not be interacted with when the camo net was attached. Uh, switching to a heavy item while in throwing stance could freeze the character. The player was not forced to stand up when switching from a one-handed to a heavy item in um, hands, causing animation glitches. Horticulture, water plant fertilizer actions would still be shown after they were already executed. Reloading immediately after shooting with the repeater would sometimes not work. Starting to shoot during firearm melee could cause extremely rapid firing. Um, when waking up from an unconsciousness in a car, the player could be teleported to an unspecific or unspecified location. Oh, that's interesting. G'day, Lazian. Um, characters had misplaced items in hands and were stuck in sitting position after becoming unconscious while entering a vehicle. It was possible to drive a car with a dead battery. The player can now remove car attachments while another player is sitting in the vehicle. It was possible to get out of vehicles too close to walls. Um... I know a lot of people were using that to glitch through walls. Um, so they've obviously got some sort of fix there. That'll be interesting to see. Um, a limping character was unable to enter the shooting gallery in amusement parks. Swapping light and heavy items while prone could glitch animations. It was possible to light a fire with an empty matchbox. Trying to chamber an already loaded weapon could break the weapon. Rotation of human meat when attached on the long stick. Um, switching your item in hands would while placing would create false holograms. Some environmental actions could be triggered regardless of height differences. The fireplace could be ignited underwater. I saw that the other day on a stream. Um, igniting kindling would create, I think it was Lax's stream actually. Igniting kindling would create the resulting fireplace right under the player. Uh, it was possible to destroy the barrel fireplace by using bury ashes action. Burying ashes was possible on concrete surfaces. Uh, fireplace effects, particles and sounds were not cleaned up on clients when the fireplace leaves the network bubble. Water boiling effects such as, uh, sorry, were stuck on the cooking pot even when water boiled off. Cooking equipment effects were present even when the fireplace went out. Damaged materials for barrels and fire barrels were not applied properly. Jeez, this just goes on. Do I need to read every one of them? No. To be fair, I think I think there's quite a lot of quality of life improvements yeah. there. I'm quite impressed that they've. I think for a lot of people, they would probably look at that list and think, "Oh, they've, you know, they've fixed a few, a fair few bits there." But you know, it's, it's not to understate that they've done quite a lot of quality of life fixes. Not just adding in the sport or in a, in a newly mapped area. They've actually seems like they've changed quite a lot, especially with that being able to get out of cars really close to walls. So like you say a lot of people were using that to to illegitimately raid. Um, so I think that's that's a really really good quality of life improvement there. Yeah, I think a lot of people as well probably stop on the spotter and say, oh, "Well, that this is a shit update." But you know, in reality, if you go through and if you've you've played it, there's so many, as you say, quality of life improvements that it feels like a really solid update. Really, I know they've said before that want to focus on on bug fixing and i think this is a a good first step and it probably shows you know how committed they are to ironing out bugs and it's you know it's a really positive update for me yeah I'll i agree think with we've that. got someone famous in chat guys lazian are you behind this side here i think i recognize your name 
the Daisy Wiki. Lazian's just said howdy um, only since 2017. Dude, you will make everyone's day if this can be brought back up to um, current. Um, what have we got here? The Daisy Wiki update project. Daisy has undergone a lot of big changes in a short time span. We need you to help us keep our pages and images up to date. Want to get started? Follow the link or join the update project on Discord. Tatanko is the famous starter. And we'll go back one. There we go. Daisy Wiki. <laughs> Nushka, I feel like I'm in the presence of elite nerds. Elite day Daisy nerds. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Yeah, we know absolutely fuck all else about anything else, but, but we'll tell you every answer to Daisy-related stuff. But yeah, this this um, update is a big one. I'm just looking at some of the stuff here, um, like uh, fireplace stone oven is immune to rain and wind effects, so it's going to make building a stone fireplace worth it. Um, you know, going yeah. to that extra effort of getting the eight or nine large stones that are required to do it. So, yeah, it adds value to finding a pickaxe, which is a damn handy melee weapon, um, but it takes up a bit of inventory space. So, you know, I'd actually love to see them customise the um, the shape of some of these items so that they actually take up space like in their shape rather than just a big block in inventory. But, yeah, maybe down the line, but we shall see, we shall see. But yeah, this is this is looking like a fantastic little patch. Um, increased crafting cross of the wooden crate, um, reduce the noise of the Mark II, uh, or the good old amphibia. So yeah, um, new usage flag, Lunar Park in the sea in the central economy. Personal nightlight is by default deactivated. Thank you. I fucking hate that nightlight. Lazian, I'll try and spam it out, mate. Um, in fact, while I'm at it, uh, we're still here. Um, Tatanko, Lazian, Runic, there we go. Um, let's just do a quick tweet. There we go. Want to help the Daisy Wiki team? Click on this link. They need our help to get the site back up to speed on everything on there. And as cringe as they are,
There we go. So if you have Twitter, folks, putting it in the um, Twitch chat, um, please jump on, retweet it, spread it out there. If we can get maybe four or five people, I'm certain Lazian, Tatanko and Rickon would really appreciate that. Runic, sorry, not Rickon. That is so cute. Little teddy bear. Lazian, it's the least I could do, mate. There, oh, fuck me, Lazian. That guy, sign him up right now. Sign him up right now. Uncooper is a fucking god of Daisy in my eyes. He is the sort of person who you could count on to do shit for this project, mate. Uncooper is a fucking legend of Australian Daisy, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I think Uncooper Cooper is my man crush, you know. <laughs> Don't let Fleur hear you say that. <laughs> Coops, you are, mate. You are. You've done some amazing videos that have gone highly, um, well, I won't say unappreciated because you did get some massive views on some of them. Um, but, yeah, you deserved a lot more attention than you got. That's his YouTube channel. If you're not, been far too long. Three months since his um, last video. But he's got some really, really good videos. I know we're jumping a bit ahead. The Daisy Weapon tier list was one of my favourites. Um, five Daisy mod ideas you can steal. Yeah, he just... Uh, probably his best video, in my opinion. I'm just looking for it. I've probably gone past it. This This was a good one. He did a video asking someone to make a Daisy fishing mod, and a guy went and did it, and then the fucking dev team reintroduced fishing. Salt's Law. Yeah. Seems to be the dev team's uh, modus operandi at the moment. Now, the video I'm about to share, I didn't agree with everything in it, but the quality of the video, fucking superb. Fucking superb. Absolutely superb. It was about humanity in DayZ, about adding, you know, consequences for being a murderer um, and stuff like that. It was, uh, I agreed with some of it, but a few parts I was, uh, maybe not, I don't know. But yeah. <clears throat> Dev teams feeding off modding teams who would have, um, who would have thunk it? Um, now, you're sort of correct, Nushka, but um, what you've got to remember is, and Jacob Mango, Wee Devil, um, Thurston, if he's around, the other guys who are, even Dewan, um, he's another modder who's done some amazing stuff, which I'm going to be talking about later, um, but none of that would have been possible without the current state of DayZ. So they are the first ones to, yeah, all the old Survivor game stuff, older content creators, um, it is, Lazian, it is. And that's one of the reasons why I do the podcast. It's one of the reasons why I do my spotlight interviews because there's so much history to this silly fucking video game that we all love. But yeah, um, I'm digressing. I've now lost where I am. Um, here we go, we're back here. Um, so 1.08 looks like it's a smash success so far. Um, it's been absolutely amazing. 
Lazian, I'm going to hit you guys up to do one on the wiki, actually, now that I think about it. I've got a few more scheduled and lined up, but that would be fantastic um, to do one on the Daisy wiki because that's another big part of Daisy folklore um, is the wiki. Um, now, the Namolsk update. Can we really call it an update? I didn't actually read it. I wanted to save it for tonight. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, maybe, <clears throat> maybe I just m misread it or something. But for me, it just it, there wasn't much of an update as far as for Namolsk specifically. I mean, this from what I remember reading on this, there was a lot of stuff that is already covered in the one point oh eight. Yeah. Um, you know, patch notes about the fireplaces and the different ways of cooking and stuff now. So for me, this was more of just a, a something they, they could have tacked on the end of the of the patch notes. It's not really got much Namalsk specific stuff in it. So for me, I wouldn't necessarily really say it was that worth the time it probably took to make it. No, I'm with you. I think it was obviously referenced a lot of changes that have been made in 108, but in terms of Namal-specific information, there was very little on there. It was It's an interesting read, but I'm not sure that it was actually, um, as you say, worth the time that was put into it, maybe. but It's nice to have. It's a nice extra little thing that just shows... It goes a little bit more in depth for some of the, the fireplace changes and stuff that 1.08 is bringing. So I think it's not a useless thing to have. It's definitely a, you know, it's definitely a nice sort of add on to it. But like you say, it's, it's not really got any Namalsk updates. I think a lot of people are probably going to be a little bit pissed off with that thinking they're, you know, expecting to get an update that's Namalsk specific whereas it's actually not so much. But at the same time, the changes they've made are obviously changes that they will be that will be implemented onto Namalsk as well. So it's kind of kind of a two-pronged thing there, really. It's still good to see that he's still doing stuff, though, <clears throat> although I am starting to wonder whether they're going to release it as an official DLC, but time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd happily pay for it. I'd happily pay. I mean, uh, I paid for Livonia. Got you know, got my got my money's worth out of that. So, you know, I've got no problem with with them releasing you know DLC maps or whatever you know and, and charging the community for them. Because at the end of the day, if you look at games like Call of Duty, for example, you know they put out a game with a multiplayer mode, but then they add you have to buy a a, a battle pass or a season pass or something and they add out new maps and new game modes as you go along which some of which you have to pay for so it's no different to any uh, anything like that really yep and I, I don't mind putting a few more dollars into the game i mean look at um uh fucking i've been watching um brian hicks has been streaming a bit lately um, and it's, it's a great it's a great stream to go into if you want to see some of the um, big names of the DayZ community. Um, it's, it's and when I say big names, I don't mean like the you know um, the likes of Jam Jar and um, so on in there, but just names that you remember from years ago and even current. Um, just rocking up there and just chewing the fat. And he 
very rarely plays um, um, Daisy, but he mostly plays Star Citizen. And fuck me, swinging that game is a money pit. People are putting thousands of dollars into that game, just buying more ships. So yeah, damn well, that. There's part of me that misses the old when you bought a game, you got everything. Um, but I sort of understand the you know business changes, um, and I don't mind yeah paying for new content for a game if it's going to keep the game fresh. Um, and interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing with Livonia as well, isn't it? It was such a far cry from what Chinaris is from a gameplay style standpoint. You know, it's a lot more hardcore than Chinaris is, and it did add in a lot of new features and a lot of new, um, you know, different buildings and the, the vehicle wrecks. So I think when it's like Livonia, when it changes so much and adds so much in that actually makes it worth it, it's fine. But if they were just to add Namowsk and then just have everything be ported over from Chinaris and Livonia and just, you know, kind of half arsing it, then, then you know, I'd have a bit more of a problem with it. But if, if they're going to make actual legitimate changes that are worth it for the community, then by all means, take my money. Yeah. Just as long as they don't try to make it like, you know, <clears throat> these mobile fucking games where people can pour thousands of dollars into them, which is just insane. Absolutely insane, and it kind of worries me a bit with Star Citizen the way it's going. It looks amazing. No, I'm not going to lie. The, the game looks amazing, and I'm not big on space games, but the shit they're doing is amazing. But you know, fuck man, you're getting people pouring thousands of dollars into it. Oh, I just worry. It's just definitely worry. a risky precedent to set. Yeah, very very good video. Um, uh, it's a little bit old now, uh, but I watched it, which has got me. Watching um, uh, Star Citizen with interest. There we go. Top. Frederick Knudsen, who is a fantastic channel. <coughs> does some very interesting uh, videos. Um, but um, <clears throat> Star Citizen down the rabbit hole. Um, he, one point, uh, sorry, 771,000 subscribers. Uh, did a video just recently, the Austrian wine poisoning. So if we've got anyone old enough from the EU to remember that, was quite an interesting video. The Per Cat Cafe. If you have not seen the Per Cat Cafe, after this, I'm going to put this link in the chat. You need to watch the Per Cat Cafe. It is one of the most bizarre things you have ever seen. When the owner of a new cat cafe fights criticism online, her confrontational and uncompromising attitude threatens to destroy the business before it opens. She's like the Carol Baskin of fucking cats. Smaller cats. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for specifying that. <laughs> Smaller cats. Um, yeah, definitely an interesting channel. Uh, one that I, I really, when he releases a new video, I'm like, fuck yeah. The missus and I watch them. Um, lay in bed, go, fall asleep listening to the video on that. But yeah, they're fascinating stuff. Um, so yeah, the Namolsk update was not really a Namolsk update. As you said, he just uh, covered a lot of stuff that was uh, from 1.08. But we do know 
that the reason why Namolski's not out yet is that he basically feels that the game is not optimised enough to suit what he's trying to do in Namolsk. So I'm happy to wait. You know, we've got Deer Isle, we've got um, Livonia, we've got Cherneris, we've got, I can never remember, Napfizit, N-A-P-F or something, the other new map that's just been um, released. Yeah, Naps. It's got a Z on the end of it. Yeah. you also got like game, uh, ones like uh, Chimsey and Valning now as well. So yeah. there's a lot of modded maps that are actually really worthwhile and really decent so i think if he's gonna if he wants to hold off until uh, until the game's at a better state then i can't say i blame him at the end of the day namaskas is essentially his baby and his little passion project so it'd be a shame to see him it get released and and not live up to expectations and cooper's just said in chat the biggest thing holding back the mosque is that meat doesn't cool down that's legit it and yeah yeah, at the moment, everyone does it. They put, you know, chunks of meat in their um, clothes to keep them warm or a cooking pot or something. Um, but someone did say it before. It, it That's actually fixed in 1.08, isn't it? Um, that stuff actually starts cooling down now the way it should do. I think I don't so. think yeah, it actually works. I'm not sure it works. I think I've seen I it. A, it. a few people. I haven't tried it, but I've seen a few or quite a few streams of it in the past few days and... Quite Could a few of them no. have, have tested it, Could and it doesn't no. work. I don't think. I think, yeah. yeah. And as Lazian said, it's amazing. If you told me in 2013 that the Namolsk model would be heading the entire dev team by the end of the decade, yeah, yeah. Uh, they said in the post that it didn't make it in 1.09. Okay, so we wait. And if they're trying to fit in four updates for the year, 1.09 won't be that far away. So. Um, any bets Hopefully. on what the weapon will be for 1.09? I know everyone's praying for the revolver. Um, so we could do Russian rule. It's bound again. to be, isn't it? It's I got to be. It seems especially, likely, yeah. especially if they are going to add in the ability to only put like one round in at a time and, and spin the chamber and all that. If you can do like a proper, that's going to add a whole new dynamic. You'll see a lot more. Yeah. Uh, some really cool YouTube videos and streams come yeah. out of that if they do yeah. add in something like that again. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I can just picture the the Ben Fruits, the Uncle Ray Rays, the OGs, and Fubar Bundies of the world out there just terrorising freshies on the coast with um, uh, three rounds in the chamber and fifty-fifty chance, buddy. I honestly hope the Grozer makes it in sooner than later. Yeah, the Grozer would be interesting, actually, as it does. It does fit the environment. They did, uh, Jacob saying they did make the revolver or magnum um, animation changes. So maybe, yeah, forgot which one it was. Okay, that's good to know. It's good to know because it's such an iconic weapon, the um, magnum, um, as well as the Derringer. The Derringer was another one um, that I remember Super FT LOL used to love finding the pink Derringer. Um, he would always take it with him. Um, but yeah. That's going back a few years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, did they do anything with the chainsaw? I missed that. I actually, uh, put a tweet out about that. Um, the chainsaw was fucking awesome back in the day. There was nothing better than chasing someone with a chainsaw and the motor going. It, it brought out the psychopath in even me. I fucking loved it. And just when you were a freshie yourself and you're jogging along through a town or something, and then you just hear that... <laughs> 
of the chainsaw start and someone comes running at you, you were just like, get the... Because it was a one-hit kill. One hit with that fucking melee weapon and you were gone. That was the end of you. It was brilliant. I, I missed the chainsaw. Try and mix that in with the skin infected mod as well, where you can actually skin zombies and get yeah. uh, like wear their outfit, like wear wear their skin. Add that and again. That make for some fantastic YouTube videos of people like Uncle Ray Ray and Ben Fruit and guys like that. Just you know, doing the doing the mental thing. It'd be yeah. fucking hilarious. It was especially good when you had a backpack big enough to fit it in, and then you just pulled it out when you got up close to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i missed the chainsaw um okay the last topic of the night guys the 10 cent buyout of bohemia interactive wasn't twitter a buzz with rumors that they bought it out and people yeah and i'd love were... to know how they get it so wrong well it was good that they actually released a statement so it does yeah. show that, um, yeah, dear all, I just wanted to let you know that the information circulated by various major media sources about Bohemia Interactive inquired by Tencent is not true. We were talking to numerous potential partners in the past about possible strategic cooperation, and we may do so in the future as well. But as of now, we remain an independent studio. P.S. I am just an old man working on games for more than 30 years of my life, but the valuation circulated in the media sounds tempting. Maybe I should think about my retirement plans after all. Any better offers? Anyway, I guess in the meantime, I should get back to work to help our team, Bohemia, to continue work on our existing and future games. And last but not least, I want to thank this amazing community for the support over the years. Without you, Armour, Daisy, and Bohemia Interactive could never achieve this major success in the world of games. It was actually... I think a very clever post by him because yeah, Bohemia Interactive, the head office, have copped a lot of shit, um, and even from me, um, we've all wondered um, and speculated just how much the pressure from head office made Eugen, Dean, Brian, Batty, Peter, and and everyone else, Martin, all leave the project. Um, you know, especially when we had that big patch of when Martin, Batty, Peter and uh, um, Eugen all left within a couple of months of each other. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> I think it was a very smart, he added a bit of humour in there, which says to me that they've obviously got someone new in their marketing, probably at the head office, who said we need to change our image um, out there. I think it's quite interesting as well where he says there we're talking to numerous potential partners about uh, possible uh, strategic cooperation. Yeah. I think that that also goes back into what we we pretty much cover and mention every week about people saying Daisy's dead and we look at the steam charts and stuff. Yeah. But I think that just shows that they're clearly not giving up with anything. The company's still going. There's rumours that Armour 4 is going to be out at some point this year, if not early next. So it just shows if they're, if they're thinking ahead to, to speak to companies like Tencent or whoever else and sort of have some sort of partnership work with them, it shows they obviously still give a shit. They're still trying to, to move forward. They're still getting everything going. And it's, it's not a bad idea. It's just interesting how so many news outlets can get it so wrong and say, no, ten, Tencent have definitely bought Bohemia, no doubt. That's definitely what's happened. And then it turns out it's definitely not. 
I think a lot of people were saying though, wasn't they, that it was an old sort of rehash story when they I think did they discuss Wylands with with Tencent at some point, I think. Yeah. And there was some discussion with it being released in China. And I think a lot of people have just dragged up the old story. Like what happened with the the Prague office. Not the Prague office, the was it the Prague office? The recent office that closed Paris down Lanzo that it was um, or whatever it was called again. Yeah, that was that was Survivor Games, yeah. And that was, you know, a four month old article, yet people still dragged that up and sort of was banging the drums that Daisy's dead when obviously that was that was bollocks and an old article that had just been rehashed to fit their agenda. And I think this is may well be the case again, maybe, that people have just fully misread what has been what has been said. Or just, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but that's the internet. And you mentioned it, here's our Steam chart. No real change. Holding steady. Little it's going to be interesting to see the changes. There's, uh, there's bound to be some sort of... I think if we come back to it in a month's time, or you know, if maybe even a month after 1.08 puts to st- goes to stable, I think we might see a different thing. But it's going to be difficult to guess because obviously not only have you got expansion come out now, but then 1.08 on the horizon as well. It's going to be interesting to see what sort of a spike there's going to be on those charts. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously the big one will be Nomolsk. Um That will bring a lot of people back. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think we'll dip, see a big spike. A slight dip here, but it's pretty much holding steady. You know, it's, it's still above what it was the lowest point, 18,159 and the free weekend spike, which, basically almost nearly doubled um, out of another 15,000, 16,000 people. So some of those would turn into continuing players. And, you know, even I've been noticing it. Um, We had a young lad in before. I've forgotten his name, and I'm I'm, I'm really bad with my memory, and I apologise for it. Uh, Jaswar or something, I think it was, um, new to the game and asking for advice. Um, And, um, yeah, I'm seeing that quite a bit in streams that I watch. People coming in and asking for tips and advice and all the rest of it, and um, always try to make them feel welcome. Uh, D Hop, are you still here, mate? Do you get that much in your stream? What were you going to say, mate? I think it's a good way of doing it as well. If you, you know, if you're a new player, you kind of get in the getting the the information straight from the horse's mouth so to speak you know if you've got guys that have you know like yourself that have been playing the game for for years and know a hell of a lot about it i think that's the that is your best source of information and i think almost as a content creator you've almost got that um try to think the way to word it you've almost got that that kind of that duty of care in a way i think to a degree to actually you know interact with these people and let them know look this is your best way of doing it don't worry about you know immediately trying to do this thing or that thing concentrate on getting some food and keeping an eye on your shoe states and you you go from there um yeah lazian's just saying they nearly hit the launch numbers um i don't know if daisy's released in china though jacob um i thought china cracked down on games like this yeah, sure. I thought it was was it Wildlands that re, that released in China through Tencent, yeah. which is the the is it a free game? I think that is it free, it may not be, but the premium have released. But I don't think Daisy is released in China. Lazy is saying he's released at that early twenty twenty peak. Like even in my household, uh, my son and I were huge Daisy fans, um, or he was as well. Uh, but he said to me a while back, "It's dead, Dad. The game's dead. It's all over." Um, 
it had a good run, but it's gone. Um, and I rub it in his face now. I rub it in his fucking face. I'm going, remember when you told me Daisy was dead? And he goes, yeah, 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 I'll admit it. I was wrong. And I said, yeah, it's it's never going to be a AAA title, um, but it's still got a very healthy fucking population. I know we bleat on like um, um, bloody boomers about it, but it's doing really well. You know, from the release down, down, down to the terrifying lows, um, and now she's back up to another healthy uh, population. It's great to see. This game's got a lot of life left in it. I'm surprised you didn't disown your son, Boydie, for saying such heathenous words. Daisy post about service for China. Hello, fellow survivors from China. With the large influx of players coming to Daisy in the past few weeks, we decided to open eight brand Really? There you go. Ooh. I know China are quite strict on what they allow in because I yeah. know there was um, the game Dying Light uh, that when they tried to release that in China, the Chinese weren't too happy with it because it's again it's a zombie game and because of all the gore and everything, you had they I think the developers mm. had to actually change the color of the blood yeah. in the game. So to, to to green, just so it was less offensive, quote unquote. So be interesting to see if Daisy's had to change some of the ways it's it's made, and some of the you know even if it's just down to like the color of blood or something to to appease the Chinese, so to speak. And I've actually just remembered something as well. I should have known that they have it in China um, because I talked about. And you guys probably remember this now when I say it as well. Um, Archie Stormcloud's video. Um, the Chinese invasion, um, where he called <laughs> the one has just said it. High ping, the high pings. <laughs> can... <sighs> Actually, we'll jump, we'll jump straight into our next segment, um, our community spotlight, and I'm going to shine it again on Archie Stormcloud. The guy is fucking hilarious. I know he's got a bit of a bad boy image with some people, uh, but I quite like the cheekiness. Um, that he has of his videos. His channel is just blowing up. He's just started a new server, um, working uh, <clears throat> with someone in chat. Um, but he's amazing stuff. And he, he not only is he just a cheeky bugger um, with the way he trolls people in the game, um, but he does do the community stuff as well. Um, like he discussed the 1.08 update. He's got a video two months ago, um, how to cure hypothermia in DayZ. Um, he does, yep, Ultimate Trap Base. I haven't watched that yet. I don't get to watch as much as I'd like to, which is um, kind of sad, but then he does his troll videos when Nature Culls um, uh, tr uh, trolling dumb players and Daisy God Mode respawns and Sad Soup. Um, but then all campground locations, how to find tents and bear traps, tundras and more. He does a lot of really good, and he's got a really nice style of um, of the way he communicates it. He's, he's um, oh, hello there, uh, random survivor. Um, he does the worst fucking Aussie accent, though. One of these days, I'm going to fucking call him up on it. But one of his best videos, um, and I said that before I even saw the views, how to cure cholera in day Z, 49,000 views. Um, and he talks you through what you need to do to survive it. Um, small sips of water and stuff like that. You know, some of these probably need to be updated. Um, but, yeah. 
some really good stuff and he's got a, a cheeky sense of humor in these as well. He has some funny one-liners that um, probably not best to drink anything when you're watching his videos because he is quite witty uh, and you may find yourself spraying your PC or your laptop or your iPad or whatever um, with whatever you had in your mouth at the time. But he's my content creator of the week. Um, he's still small. Under 10K is usually my benchmark, um, but he has blown up massively. When I first subbed to him, I think he was high hundreds or low 1,000, uh, and he's just blowing up. He's 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 got a style that, yeah, the best hairline in the business. Takes the piss out of himself. Best way to guys? do it. I think I want to probably foreshadow in next week's video. I want to put the, the spotlight on Blueberry because I'd seen that he was yes. streaming again on Twitch this week. And, I'm you know, I'm, I think the... Good to see the content coming back, and the, the streams were. I've watched bits of the vods, and I think the streams are really, you know, impressive. So it was, you know, it's great to see him back streaming as well as obviously releasing the videos as well. So for those who don't know, Blueberry is one of the OGs of Daisy Standalone, and also the Daisy mod. Um, but he became famous as a guy who used to run with Mr. Blackout back in the day when Mr. Blackout was all the rage. Um, it wasn't just him; there was his two offsiders, Gavin and Mike. The three of them were inseparable. They were like um, uh, The Running Man, Barely Infected, and Super FT LOL. Um, three guys who um, they never achieved the greatness that they deserved, um, but I loved watching their videos back in the day. I don't know about you, Mike, but it's I always love watching when you can tell they're three people who genuinely like each other as friends um, IRL. Um, and it just, it opens up to a whole new level of, it's like Fubar Bundy and Alan, watching those two together. You know, they're, they're IRL friends now, and yeah. Um, yeah, I think when people have a natural repertoire, doesn't it? It, it makes it a hell of a lot better, yeah. I think, for any video. I've been slowly trying, I'm up to episode five, but he just keeps on releasing them too fucking quick. Um, but um, he's definitely worth a sub, guys. He's an amazing content creator and his two mates are both getting back into it as well gav and mike um and yeah and nushka keep at it mate keep at it reminds me of when i tried to make daisy vids well my vids were so bad we all start off bad mate uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks back didn't we guys that it's a great way to document your history like every now and then mate i go back and i um look at my videos um and i'll watch one um i'll usually go all the way, scroll all the way down to back when I first started uploading. And then I'll pick one at random. Um, and, oh, oh. Yeah, I remember this one. Um, but, yeah, you just, it's its nice to see um, hard drive space and editing needs real stamina. Yeah. But it's nice to see your stuff from back in the day um, it's a way of just documenting or documenting your own history. Um, only goes for three years, but yeah. Um, what about you, Brim? Uh, I've got a, a, if I can be so bold, I've got a double uh, option for the uh, spotlight this week. Uh, the first one is a guy called Noah FPS Gaming. I think he's he's making yep. a few waves in the. Uh, in the community at the moment i've seen him in quite a lot of different um twitch channels chatting recently um and i had a chance to actually raid him after my stream the other day 
and he is he's definitely a a very good content creator he's uh he's fairly low at the moment sort of on the the amount of followers and what have you you know he's, he's relatively a small small one there but he definitely deserves a lot of love he's definitely got some uh some very good content on him um and then the other one is actually uh someone we all know rather well and that's uh foxy foxy pote yep uh, and the reason I've chosen Foxy as well is because he's recently done uh, a series. Uh, he's got a playlist up on his uh, YouTube channel for all the different bits and bobs for Daisy expansion. So all the different like your tips and tricks, your, the vehicles, the base building, the raiding, the new map. And he's just done one recently as well, how to get Daisy expansion in offline mode, which I think a lot Ooh. of people are going to find quite handy as well. So I think he, and for all the work he does for the, for this podcast as well, I think he, uh, Foxy definitely deserves a shout out there for that. There you go. And we've got the channel, um, in the, uh, chat as well for anyone who wants to give Foxy a sub as well. Um, I must apologize. I wasn't subbed to him on YouTube. I am now. I thought I was though. Cause I think I, yeah, obviously not. It's hard to stay sub to everyone. Um, anyone in chat hard to got keep anything? up with it. Anyone in chat got anything for us? But no, it's been a big, big week in Daisy. Big, big week. Good to see. Good to see a nice, big, juicy patch coming out with lots of content that um, um, sort of um, re reinforces the belief that. Adam's pushing it towards uh, maybe not the full, uh, you know, never go full retard, as they say, um, but um, which was Dean Hall's vision. Um, but, yeah, um, making it a little bit more hardcore um, and not so easy. YouTube recommended a video from a 1K sub guy that made an expansion video that seemed all right. Might be hard to find again. Was that... I'm trying to remember who it was. Someone did a, I shared it on Twitter. Um, no, nah, doesn't ring, not ringing a bell. But yeah, this one. In this video, we explored different building options. Chris FPS. If this video is useful, please don't forget sub to subscribe to and like because it means a lot. Chris is a good guy. It's one yeah. of the uh, one of the blue waffle guys. Exactly. I need to build a floor for this. You need ten planks, I think I watched this one. I'm not sure. Nails, no, I don't think I did watch this one. But yeah. Um. Oh shit. Um. Yeah. Check out that channel, guys and girls. Chris FPS. I've been subbed to him for a while. Um, he's just got a nice style as well. No nonsense, straight to the facts and yeah. And if he's one of the, um, blue waffle guys, I really rate the blue waffle guys. If you're in the EU and you're looking for a good, um, server to play on, uh, with plenty of action, I highly recommend the blue waffle service. Um, any service you guys recommend? I'm just trying to see if I can find my launcher so that I can find them. I have got one in mind. Thank you. Before you go, there was another topic I Man, wanted to discuss. A machine gun. Have you guys oh. played Vanilla Plus oh. Plus? 
Hut. I did have a little go on the server a couple of weeks back because um, uh, I was looking for some deathmatch stuff, and it was yeah. it was pretty cool to be fair. Yeah, I've given it a little go, and I agree. It's a, it's a huge overhaul of some of the old deathmatch servers, isn't it? And it's 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 fun for not for too long for me, but I like playing it in small bursts. This is Dewan and Gravity Wolf um, who work on this server, I believe. And it fucking blew my mind what they have done with Daisy. They you know, again, I still fall back on the um, why would you play Daisy for PvP when there's better games out there? Um, but for those who play Daisy, like I've actually started playing it a bit more. Um, and the reason I've been playing it is because I need to um, get better. Like, look at this, my KD is uh, 0.833. Longest kill distance, 62 metres. Five kills, six deaths, two headshots. Um, it's fucking brilliant for someone like me um, to um, be able to jump in and practice. Because you know what, you guys know I don't like killing people unnecessarily. Uh, but to be able to jump in and just jump around and just shoot motherfuckers and not have to feel bad about it. It's good for me. You didn't do nothing to one. You made a fucking amazing server. And the mechanics of it is brilliant. There's no having to fuck around with inventory management and shit like that. You see something, you run over it. If you've got the space in your inventory, it picks it up for you. It automatically loads your gun. Like that. Someone's a good fucking shot. Now you press escape. Uh, you can turn auto respawn on. The one um, has all the stuff, but um, I'll just quickly try to show you guys how you pick stuff up. So you... Things glow, like, out. okay, out here. I'm probably going to die before I get to it. But I don't know what this is. You spawn with fuck all. It's a vest. Run over it. I'm now wearing the vest. That's a pretty cool feature. It is a very cool feature. He's a better shot than me. But yeah. Um, I will bring up the um, Discord for it. Bada boom, bada bing. Vanilla plus plus. Invite. Copy. Yeah, yeah, Jacob. I, I, I don't use um, 
Um, I don't make excuses, mate. I just suck at PvP. The, the ping doesn't help. Um, Survivor Games was terrible. Survivor Games was fucking terrible. Um, oh, there we go. He's just posted it um, in chat here. Oh, no, this is in the official one. But, yeah, we did host AU for a month. The funds were donated by a player. Unfortunately, it's too hard to keep them alive. Yeah, I remember even Pipsy had a deathmatch server, the one where you spawned with, and no one went on it. Aussies just don't seem to take to it, which is kind of sad, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Maybe down the line, mate, maybe if Daisy gets bigger numbers, um, I do think there's a need for one locally, but if the players aren't there, then the players aren't there. Um, Lazian, you brought up a good point there. I actually saw, um, again, looking back through my tweets, um, <clears throat> where is it? Survivor Games. I ran a poll, um, and it almost ended up 50-50. About whether... No, that was on Reddit. That was on fucking Reddit. Nope. Comments and replies. No, I can't find it. Um, but I ran a um, poll asking people um, whether... Oh, God, why, why do I keep on that? God, I'm such a boomer. Good video, though. Down the rabbit hole, Wings Redemption. Oh, yeah. Um, but I ran a um, poll asking people whether Bohemia themselves, or DayZ dev team, should run Survivor Games like they used to be, like... Brian and the team ran them back in the day. Um, and it was about a 50-50 split. The majority said yes, but I think I worded it poorly in that people didn't understand um, um, where I was coming from, that I was talking more about returning to the good old Survivor Games format that they used to do back in the day. You know, they, the, the Survivor Game 7, um, they hyped it up and then it just never came and never got released. Lazian, if they're not going to bother, they should return the rice to Brian. Yeah, they'd probably ask him to pay the money back, though. I know, but it all started in arms, uh, so we are responsible for this crap in a way. Yeah. What do you guys reckon? Be interesting to see if they could possibly put something together, but I think they they bastardized it so badly the first time around with what they did a couple of years ago that it's just I think we've all got a bit of a sour taste in our mouth now thinking about the idea of them doing it. I think they should probably just give it back and and sort of let someone else take it over and let's let someone actually who knows what they're doing and will stick to what it's supposed to be actually make it worthwhile. But also, I think at the same time, the battle royale genre is so overly done nowadays. I think quite a lot of people are probably somewhat tired of it as well. So it's it's a bit of a mixed bag at this point. Yeah, I think it was 
I think it was strange to see them go down the avenue that they went in or went down last year, I think, because as Brim says, the the market for Battle Royale is, is so is so dense at the minute and there's so many games that come out and fail. So I think releasing it as it did was, you know, it, it's easy to say with hindsight, but it was it was a strange choice for me. And I would yeah. like to see it handled elsewhere maybe and, and have events like, the, like you know, like they were held in the past. I, I don't think that there was any need or any real appetite for the, the product that they were trying to put out last year. So I would like to see it done from scratch and done like it was in the old days. I like um, Rivet said the old school style was awesome. You had to survive, not just kill. Exactly. And to, and in today's Daisy, just imagine how much of a challenge that would be. Um, like if not making it a high loot fucking um, AI trader fucking server, but a you know standard vanilla server where it could rain. It could be on fucking Livonia where it rains nonstop, and players are going to have to show that not only can they PvP. Yeah, I can imagine some of them being salty. I'm not going to say names, but I know exactly who would be salty. Um, and they'd be, this isn't like the Survivor games I played in. Um, this is fucking bullshit. You know, what's all this fucking... I died of cold and all the rest of it. Whereas I think there would be an audience of people wanting to see it, you know. And it could make for some amazing moments. Um, I shared a video in chat, probably the best Survivor games moment of all. Uh, Mr. Moon's uh, training day um, uh, Survivor Games video that he made with Chow. Uh, if you've never seen it, definitely worth a watch. Um, but I could really imagine um, just how good it could fucking be. Um, and I would love to see Jacob and the team um, re bring it back in all its glory, uh, the way it used to be, where they get some of the you know biggest names of content creators. They do qualifiers. Uh, maybe regional qualifiers to get so people can feel like they've got, you know, some skin in the game um, and they play it. Yeah, it'll be the suck, you know, for the Aussies if it's in a US server and um, so on. But, you know, people play on those servers. They learn to adapt with it. You know, I watch RGD and, and um, Lax Hawthorne. They play on US servers all the time. Um, Trump's Wall and um, God knows what else. And they still manage. They still manage to get kills and all the rest of it. You learn to adapt to it. Um, it's going to make it hard for you to win, but it's not so much about winning, it's about having fun. Anyway, boys and girls, I think we are done for today. Mike, Brim, thank you so much. No worries. No worries at all. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm looking forward to next week's one. I'm interested to see what's going to happen this week um, with Daisy and um, how long it takes for Daisy to go to um, or 1.08 to go to stable, but probably a couple of weeks it usually does. And um, interested to see where Jacob and the team take the expansion mod as well in that time. Um, he said before that some of, there's still some more stuff I think to come that's waiting on 1.08 and what they know is coming. So. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what changes with uh with the expansion. Uh not with the expansion, sorry, with experimental, with how they how the devs actually tweak the different things that they've changed. Yeah. And the the things that, you know, the base building and the, the tents being, you know, being damaged and things like that and the fireplaces. It's gonna be interesting to see how they tweak it over the next week. So that's yep. definitely something 
to, to revisit uh, for next week. Definitely will be. It definitely will be, guys. Thank you once again for coming in, Mike and Brim, um, and thank you to everyone in chat who was here to start with and who came over from D-Hop's raid. D-Hop, thank you so, so much, mate. I really appreciate it. And thank you for not shit posting in the chat. Cheeky bugger when he come in, he's gone time to shit post Boydie's chat, um, which is totally fucking D-Hop, man. I love the guy. Fucking love him. But yeah, all the best, guys, and I will see you next week. See you later, guys. See you later. Bye.